fire a warning shot. Shoot, you shoot to kill. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like two fucking idiots. Two guys on a porch. Two guys waiting for this the apocalypse. John Little and O'Neill O'Neill. I think I'll survive. How's O'Neill O'Neill, the name treating you after the great Bull Bull? Uh, O'Neill O'Neill's going well. Yeah, really embracing it, really enjoying it. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, I think we need to do a, a quick follow-up story to a, something that you brought up a while ago. There's been a uh, part two to your... Do you remember the shopping cart that was on fire by the 99-cent store? Oh, yeah, I do recall it. So uh, On the street. The other day, broad daylight, this is a few days ago, right in front of that 99-cent store. That store attracts a lot of riffraff. It's at an intersection... And there's a lot of riffraff around La Brea there. Remember, and I once saw uh, the security guard. Was it me or you saw? You, you were that. That's why no, was... one of us saw. Didn't we see one of us see the security guard hit somebody with a wooden fucking? Oh yeah, was it you or me? I, I, I think it was me. I think I, remember, <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I remember a guy bit. <laughs> well, so right in front of this fucking thing uh, a few days ago, a dude, like a young guy, like in his probably like early thirties, late twenties. It has a backpack in his hand. He walks by this old dude, then turns around, hits this old dude in the back of his head Jesus. with the backpack. He must have had like a brick in there. Old man down, like out Oof. cold, and then just walked right away. Did he look homeless or something? He looked he looked crazy. He didn't look homeless, though. Jesus. So, yeah, and they have the footage. They have the security camera footage. You have to hope you take the backpack shot to the head, and then you got to try to fend for yourself. Dude, he had something. And it was weird because the, the old guys knew the guy looked a little unhinged, so he kind of, like, veered a little closer to the parking meters. And maybe the guy took offense, but he turned around and just fucking beamed him. How old are we talking the old guy? Because if he's like 90, a trapper keeper to the head may no, knock no, him no. out. He was like late 50s, early 60s. Oh, so yeah, there was probably a weapon in there. A rock. Uh, it uh, seemed like he he swung it. It wasn't like he had, yeah, he didn't have his homework in it. He Jesus. didn't have community college papers in there. That's that's my that's the fear. When hop, you, and this is also, it happened broad daylight, like 3 o'clock. When you walk by a homeless guy, sometimes you see him eyeing you up and down. You he don't wasn't know what homeless. But you know what they're going to do. Oh, I, think, was, I think, though, he was he was probably part of the people that were uh, putting the fire in the shopping carts. You think he just had a bad day at school and he took it out on this old I man. think he was visiting a friend who may have been homeless that lived in that encampment area. Jesus. Either way, it's attracting. And they even said... This area attracts a lot of... Because they interviewed people on the streets and people were like, I'm scared to walk through here. <laughs> it's a gauntlet. It is. I'm walking through there with confidence. So watch out now, man. I'm roller skating through there on fire myself. <laughs> it's not just a nighttime deal. This I, is going on 24-7. The other day I had to get uh, some repairs to my vehicle. So I had to uh, walk kind of back and forth from this place. Oh, uh, oh that, it's just a few blocks from where the incident happened? I had to that walk place down Sunset, which is hell on earth in Hollywood. Really is hell on earth. It's really getting crazy. Uh, I saw a woman at the corner of Sunset and Vine, which is not a great intersection either. Some reason oh, you went to the Toyota dealer. There's some bad luck over there. Uh, somebody was shot at that intersection once, I believe murdered yeah. in broad daylight. Recently, someone was shot there. And then somebody was shot there again recently. Yeah. Uh, I see a, whim, a woman begging in a wheelchair on the corner, and she had two dogs with her, of course. Yeah, why, why, why not? Yeah. Why not have two? Yeah. <laughs> to keep the other one company. Why not have three miles to feed <laughs> when you can only have one? <laughs> So a woman walked by with another dog. I believe it was a pit bull, but it doesn't really matter. Oh, like a, a non-homeless woman. Yeah, like a regular lady walking her dog. The pit bull 
attacks the two dogs. Whoa. And like and it creates and there's a lot of people around there. So Chaos? It creates like a lot of insanity. The woman in the wheelchair stands up and I almost oh, sh- what? <laughs> I almost shouted no. I almost shouted it's a miracle she can walk. <laughs> she stands up to break it up. Like like she's not in a wheelchair pretending not that she's not even a limp. No limp, nothing. Stands wow. right up. Breaks it up. Do you think the lady in the pitbull uh, knew? Do you think that there are these like uh, charlatan busters? No, because the lady with the pitbull seemed very distraught. Like she's had enough. This is the last time. The pitbull might have got dog aids from the other dogs. <laughs> it didn't bite him. It was just kind of gra- you know, like yeah. it was a quick like back and forth. But it it, it was like a, a fight that where there's pushing. There's no punch. Did she go right back into the chair? Yeah, or sat right back Did down. Did she kind of look around? Sat back down and was like, geez, like loud so the lady could hear. She's like, I'm sorry, when she walked away. And then she made the dog sit like 10 feet away and was, you see, distraught. Some weirdo onlooker went over to like, I don't know if he was looking to like counsel her or be like, I know a dog whisperer. He went over wow. and talked to her. It was quite the scene, but when she stood up out of the chair, I was loving it. What a fucking... <laughs> You know what, who she shot a hook up with is the uh, guy who would uh, fart in your ex's mouth for a dollar. That's true, uh, that, and that was on Sun. That was on Hollywood Boulevard. Then I saw a dog on Sunset the other way. I was down near Trader Joe's, yeah. making my way up and down Sunset, looking to be homeless myself soon. Just lay, getting the lay of the land. Uh, I saw a dog taking a. Dis- well, you're looking in the wrong areas, my friend. <laughs> yeah, talk to me. I have every. Great homeless area already fucking mapped out. You have an encampment set up yeah. already? You, Griffith Park, man. That's where you got to go. So I see a dog taking a disgustingly runny shit oh, on, the, on the cement. Jesus Christ. And I'm like, why do I have to see this? I don't oh. have a dog. Ugh. Why am I being subject? People have to do go. I, did you complain about the dog's diet to the person? You're like, what are you feeding him? <laughs> I should have. Because this diarrhea is disgusting. But I was like, I have to go in a stall. Was it like a river of diarrhea? It wasn't that bad, but it was just still <laughs> horrible to I'm look at. literally throwing up right now. So then I was already annoyed. But I'm walking towards it, and I have no choice. You're walking towards the diarrhea? Yeah. I would have gone home. I was Called hip- it a day. I was hypnotized by it. Ugh. I see the guy drop his phone, and I've never rooted for it. In the diarrhea? To go into it. It was about two inches oh, short. God. And the guy picks it up like nothing happened. He didn't look concerned. It was, Dude, it was so close. Did he clean it up? No. You should have told him. You got to clean that up. What, the phone or the duty? The, the duty. Oh, I was already beyond. So no, but even... how great would that be? He'd be like, how do you want me to do that? I don't fucking know. <laughs> dude, get a sponge. I was rooting for this phone oh, to land in there. So, like, I've never rooted for anything in my life, and that it didn't happen. Great. I felt let down. Uh, I really did. Sticking on this homeless thing. <laughs> So the other day I saw a homeless guy with skis. He had fucking downhill skis with him. On him? Was he wearing them? No, he was. He had fucking skis. This is how it's got. I was like, what is this guy doing? Is he going to go hitchhike to the mountains? Maybe he's trying out for the Olympics. Shopping cart and he had skis and it was where in is, an encampment. Where do you even get the Dude, skis? So I'm driving off the on-ramp. And why does he, in his no mind, why, like, what does he need the skis for? The Weapons? skis almost hit my car because they were hanging over the guardrail <laughs> and he was living in one of those medians off the, uh, off the exit ramp of the highway. Dude, I had to swerve out of the way because his fucking skis were hanging out of a shopping cart. Were they nice skis or like 1940s? They weren't parabolics. They were probably like <laughs> mid-90s. Do you think you could put them in a backpack and throw them through a man's body? Kill him? Yeah, maybe he's... I don't... I mean, 
I don't. Wh- what is he? He's not going to sell them. Nobody would buy those pieces of shit. It's the wide world of homeless sports. Yeah, what is he doing with them? Hey, who knows? A lot of the homeless waiting people waiting for the big, seem- sm- big snow. They're just looking to accumulate as much as they can. But this guy is by far the most eclectic <laughs> collection of bullshit because I've never seen somebody with downhill skis before. I'll stick on this topic. I saw this woman. I was in downtown LA. I went to the Broad Museum. Very nice. The what museum? Broad. Where Spelled B R O A D, like right next to the Disney uh, concert hall. Oh, what is it? It's uh, there's like fancy exhibits there. You need tickets that sell out real no, quick. No, but what but, I mean, what is? But it's it? it's like it's art? art. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, they have some uh, Warhol stuff in there. Okay. Um, I don't know if you ever seen people take pictures next to that huge table. That's like a display in there. Yeah. Um, so I went down there, but after that, we were just walking around. Courtney and my sister was in town and saw. Uh, this skinny, like methed out woman looked to be homeless. Wasn't like dirty, but was wearing a tank. Some of them aren't wearing a tank top. Dude, this lady's waist out. The biggest fake tits. Fake tits. I've ever seen. Dude, it was insane. No bra, tank top, like the whole side of the tits hanging out. Whoa. I've never seen anything like. I could not stop staring. It was. It what was size? crazy. Be- beyond D's. If. Smallest, I'd say double D's on a tiny frame, oh, wow. if not bigger. It Did was you take a picture, dude. I couldn't. I was like, she's lost everything, but she's managed. But she's, <laughs> she's still got great tits, dude. I couldn't believe it. It was crazy. Dude, that's a, can you imagine? She's a hot commodity on the homeless market. It was crazy, dude. I'm talking like as thin as a frame as you can get, like oh, tiny, too bad. Like tiny from I don't know if it was from drugs or just naturally she came out here looking for fame and fortune and, and ended up she, with meth addiction. But probably. they haven't taken those away from her. Those are the, they say the <laughs> fake titties are the last to go when it comes to crystal meth. Was, I think you're gonna find her like dead somewhere, and the cops are gonna be like, Jesus Christ, those are the best tits I've seen. In it all. was like a skeleton with huge, and the Man. nips were going through because it was a tank top. It was crazy. Do you ever have to maintain those things? <laughs> Do you have to take them in for tune-ups every t- decade or anything? These hadn't been to a jiffy. Well, no, I'm just years. wondering, like. Because that would be a tough thing if you have to go. I don't know. Get like something I don't know rearranged every ten years. And then the last part of it, this isn't even planned. By the way, we this is just how much homelessness is in L.A. I saw a homeless guy walking in legit cleats. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> he may be the skier. <laughs> you know what? Who are the assholes though? They Cle- go, hey. Let's get rid of some shoes. Hey, you know those homeless guys will love your fucking cleats. Dude, walking cleats sucks on pavement. Yeah, it's slippery. So, they weren't like metal spikes, like baseball spikes, but they were cleats. Were they golfing shoes? No, they were like, like they were baseball. Like football? They were like rubber cleats. Man, you know what though? I think that's an asshole move by whoever threw those out there. Because that guy didn't just fucking find them. But if he gets in a brumble, he can stomp you. Yeah, fight me in the grass is what he needs to say. No, because he fights you on the sidewalk. That's it's true. It's going to be like fighting on ice. Yeah, he needs to be in the dirt. Dirt or grass? It's like, meet me in the park, but there's a grassy patch. Maybe he has an encampment that's steep, and he really uses them to climb. That would actually be that'd be a great idea. Maybe he's going to areas that no one else can go to because of the traction that he has. He could be digging for diamonds up in the Angeles. Yeah, I don't think that's a pretty far walk. I don't know. Uh, but there are areas, though, where you would definitely need those cleats. That's interesting theory. Maybe he has like a space all to his own because he's the only guy that can make it. <laughs> but his feet must be killing him at the end of every day. Walking on pavement in cleats. <laughs> he needs to hook up with the ski. It's not like a tap dancer coming down the street. <laughs> I saw him. I was like, motherfuckers wearing weirdo. cleats as a homeless man. Fake titties. I mean, 
LA, we pro- I think we probably have the best homeless in the country. Well, they come from everywhere. Yeah. It's a melting pot. We get the best everyone has to offer. Yeah. We get the winners. The people go, you know what? I'm getting the fuck out of Chicago. It's too cold. I'm getting out of New York. I'm getting out of Omaha. I'm, getting to- I'm going to California <laughs> where it's warm. Before we get to the main event, I saw this uh, article. It caught my eye. I think Barb actually sent me this. So, and, and we are no way making light of anyone being sick, even though we don't really love this lady. Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife, Beth, has Ooh, cancer. I'm not I sure know. if you know that. Yeah. Um, but this is an excerpt from an article from Yahoo that I just could not let go. Well, before I, I got to hear what's going on here. I can't, I'm not going to go after a lady. No, no, this isn't about her. Oh, oh. Wait, what does it have to do with it? Well, this is dog. Oh, okay. They're separated, aren't they? I don't know. I think they were divorced. Are they? I think they got separated. I think they're back. I don't know. Did that homeless lady have Beth the Bounty Hunter's size titties? Well, I mean, they were fake, so they were a lot juicy. Like, no, yeah. no, but I mean like that not, sort no, of size. Not, not that. Ex- I mean, those are huge. She had those reduced, though, recently, I believe. <laughs> they were still huge. So uh, an excerpt from the article. This is from Dog. He okay. says, to me... She's my little girl. She's my honey. He said, trying to hold back his emotions. I told the doctors, if she dies, you die. I don't mean to threaten you. I'm a nice person. But if she dies, you die. What a fucking asshole. That doctor should say, you know what? Take your business elsewhere, sir. Threatening his life. What can they? They can only do so much, man. And what a selfish dick. There are fucking babies who die of cancer you fucking also dude i mean yeah that's a great way to get things done by the way weren't you a guy always preaches about like get your life together don't do crime don't this guy's talking about murder i don't mean to threaten you you know you do mean to threaten him because you just did it twice and you're that doctor must be like i went to fucking years of med school to be threatened by a guy who's wearing dream catchers and his fucking feathered hair and his shirt is unbuckled is undone to his belly button what the fuck i mean to be honest with you i'm shocked that dog's still alive the guy smokes like six packs of cigarettes a day he looks like shit dude his face i i mean there are leather jackets that look way better no that, dude that you, can you imagine i would like to make a wallet out of his cheeks <laughs> when he dies you may want to get in touch with leland by the way we also know the dog's a fake tough guy we saw on the show yeah. when leland got in a fight with some fucking like and dogs like run it, while the guy's on top of him pummeling him dogs like run leland and he goes dude he can't run and he jumps in a car and he runs away <laughs> dog took off. so it's like that doctor they want to step up toe to toe and be like hey what'd you fucking say to me by the way even if the doctor's average height of like five nine it's not good he, i don't think he's intimidated by dog i saw leland leland's like five two leland's tiny i saw him walk by the comedy store one night and he came up to my fucking hip when Leland and dog, I think is about the same size. I think dog's like five six. Dog feathers that hair so high to get just a couple extra inches. He's like a peacock. He's got his feathers out. Ugh. That doctor should have just punched him in the face. Fuck you. Should have whipped him with a stethoscope to the fa- to the eye. Go I'm, fuck sure, I'm sure the doctor's like, yeah, okay, okay, buddy. <laughs> Good talking to all you. Right. Yeah, all right. You fucking idiot. Best point, <laughs> like, hey, brother, calm down, brother, dog. <laughs> He's like Leland. I want you to choke him out. Leland, shoot him with the pellet. Didn't uh, Leland pellet. fight? He's like, come on, Leland, fight. Then he made well, he, him fight a guy He once. fought the guy, and the guy whipped him. No, no, he fought another old man. Remember the old man in the very first season? Oh, Leland like, did he's okay. Like, and the guy did something, and, and he's like, come on, Leland, get him. And, and then like, Leland, he, yeah, but the guy was like 50. Leland was like 25. 
And he's like, Leland knows MMA, and it was like real shitty fighting. And then, but yeah, those those dudes were beating the fuck out of Leland. And dogs jumps into a moving car and takes off. He's just yelling out the window, "Run, Leland!" <laughs> <laughs> the dog. The dog. The doctor should whip him. He really uh, should whip dog and rip off his fucking leopard skin fucking shirt. Asshole. <laughs> if, if she dies, you die. By the way, dude, yeah. she has cancer. It's not like I'm doing a fucking tonsil. Yeah. It's not like I'm taking your tonsils dude, out. You can only do what you can do, man. What do you think? He's not going to try his best if you don't threaten his life? He took an oath. <laughs> what is wrong with this? I took another oath, brother. I'm a bounty hunter. Yeah, I'll come after you. Dude, all you ever pick up was DUI guys who skip bail like, and like crystal meth heads. He never got anybody worthwhile. He's never. Normal. He tried to get that guy in like Mexico, which I don't think he got. I think somebody else got him. If she dies. Oh, real quick before we get to Wait, the... Wait, hold on. Let me just finish this up. Oh, there's more. So I did some research on uh, Dog. I looked up his Wikipedia. So D- Beth's his fifth wife. No, yes. shut up. Fifth wife. Fifth and he has a lot. Wasn't he in prison for like 10 years? He has a lot of kids. So he met. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. So not a- just that big doofus, Leland. Oh, he has a lot. And no. Who's the. Is that his daughter, the girl, or is that someone? Baby Lisa. Yeah, that's She's his daughter. That's his daughter. I thought she was. Uh, Dude, then he has a bunch married. of others. He has some with Beth, like two or three. Oh, yeah. She, you know, remember, he has those little kids. Little kids. He has a Probably couple older. before. Well, then the one that he was on the phone dropping the N bombs about. Yeah. That's another one that we Dude, we've he has at seen. least seven, I think. God damn, that guy likes to fuck. So Dwayne Chapman's his name met his fifth and current wife, Alice Elizabeth Beth Barmore. Uh, I guess Smith, though, somewhere in there, too. In 1986, when she was 19. Yeah, but how old was he? He was in his, I think, early 30s, I believe. Yeah, it's not that bad. Throughout the next decade, they had an on and off again relationship. Even, While he was married? Even marrying others. like So they were like... Oh, so they were like they would occasionally fuck, then they'd both get married, yeah. then they'd get divorced, then they'd fuck again. Come back. Then they'd get married. Yeah. Okay. Beth has two children from previous relationships. Uh, this guy is, man, these guys are fucking <laughs> a bunch of wild maniacs. Dominic Davis, he was taken into custody when she was 17, state custody. And Sicily. Wait, what? Who, what? Dominic, what are you talking about? Her son, that's Beth's son. Was taken into state custody. When she was 17, she must have been oh, wild. Oh, she must have been yeah, and Cicely Barmore Chapman <laughs> from her previous marriage to her first husband, who was Chapman's best friend in high school. Wow! So she was married to Dog's best very, pal. This is very incestual. <laughs> Dog's best buddy, buddies. I can only imagine what Dog's best friend is like from high school. Oh my god! <laughs> Something tells me he wasn't on the debate team. Who knows? <laughs> so uh, that's uh, that's the dog, the bounty hunter update right there. Wow! Well, good luck to the yeah, doctor. Good, I'm worried about him. Well, good luck to Beth. That's too bad. Yeah, we're not, I didn't want to, uh, we're not bringing no. light to that, but it was Dog's idiotic commentary. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Uh, so did you see this, real before we get into the, the, the main dish? <laughs> the main course that we know, uh, we know a lot of you are waiting for. Did you see this cop that got shot? Like, oh yeah, I got that story. Okay. I, I've been obsessed with this, because this is the greatest <laughs> thing of all time. So a cop, he's off duty, he's driving his kid to school, he sees some 19-year-old kid in a truck. He's an undercover cop. Well, he, but he was off duty. Yeah, right? yeah. But, he's, so, but he is undercover. So he sees a guy driving recklessly, pulls the guy over. The guy immediately gets out, starts fucking shooting at the cop, hits the cop three times in the chest, tries to shoot at the son who's in the car. He's like six years old. Yeah, bullets, I think, hit and, the windows. And so then uh, the kid takes off. He gets busted, and then the kid has a trial where I think he was just sentenced to like... 
Kid was, yeah, nine, did you say he was 19? Yeah. Yeah, 19-year-old kid. Now he's 21. I think he's been, the trial's been going on a while. Looks very small. He's a very small, frail guy. So the cop at, at the hearing bring, brings in a jar of KY jelly and, <laughs> and taunts the kid, say, you're going to need this. <laughs> he said, you're going to need this where you're going. It's great. <laughs> I, I wholeheartedly get behind this. I support this. I, I don't know if people were against it, but dude, this guy, that was the greatest thing. And then he was taunting him. He's been, I think the kid's going to get life. I think he, he might get life. He, dude, this guy was shot three times. almost killed his kid. I think he has every right to taunt oh, him. Oh, yeah, dude. What a great, though. He was wearing his, did you say wearing he's, his he vest? He was wearing his vest. Yeah, because I think he was just coming from. Uh, yeah. They, this guy wouldn't even release his identity because he wants to keep his undercover like gig his alive. Style. This guy's taunting the guy with KY. I think, by the way. That 19-year-old kid is like a skinny punk. He's going to get fucked up in there. I think the other cops should let him put down his badge and gun and say, hey, now I'm not a cop and fight this kid. In a pool hall? <laughs> I think the kid was said he was running from like a fight from his girlfriend or something or something weird. It was either way. He shot and then he fucking took off. Tried to kill the guy's kid. Yeah, which is crazy. The KY. What a fucking great move. Yeah, I think. When the- I read that, I was like, you know what? We still have a shot. Society still has a chance. I think the judge should have stood up and asked for everyone else round of applause for what we have seen in this courtroom today because this kid is going to get fucked hard. Yeah. I'm going to talk to the prison system. You're going to get fucked long. You're going to get fucked hard. We're going to put him in the the fucking toughest. Scotty Maples ain't going to save you, my friend. Dude, where he's going, Scotty Maples has no jurisdiction. This guy's going to federal. This isn't Indiana County Jail. Yeah, you're fucked. This is the big time. And he deserves it. I mean, this guy, he he almost killed a child for no reason. I know. Or he had a fight with his girlfriend. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) The KY, I hope he had a nice big old. Maybe gravy bought the Costco size. Yeah, I don't want like a little. Two gallon drum of it. I don't want the small. I I would, if I were him, I'd be like. Here's what you need to do is start putting it on your asshole. Put your pants down. Come over here. <laughs> he should have whipped it in his face. <laughs> he should have shot it out of like what a, I mean, some, what sort a, of a, some sort of a syringe shot it all over. What a story. Yeah. I mean, that guy deserves. That guy's a real hero. I don't know his name. It may have been Salzuno or Sharketti. Maybe another guy who should join the ranks. If anybody knows who it is, you tell him. He <laughs> should sure support him. And he got prank of the year. 2017 <laughs> shit talking of the year yeah a literal literal shit literal talking. <laughs> greasy shit talking you're gonna have your shit pushed in oh. my friend and i think he did it from the stand right like he was on uh i couldn't i didn't know i thought when he walked by he was are you allowed him with are you allowed props on the stand yeah, i don't think there's a clause that says no prop comedy while you're testifying <laughs> he had a carrot top uh case with him he's like hold on i, some I got other all stuff. this stuff i have some other uh gigs uh some other <laughs> bits i want to got work a condom on. on a fucking cucumber here <laughs> i got a warm-up kit for you we gotta let me get to this story real quick then we'll get to the main event that we know everyone's waiting for we're yeah. waiting for it ourselves this is from barb uh, Barb still off again, on again. Yeah, no, work Barb's on again. Stop with the off again, on again. Barb is on again. My secretary, Barbara, sent this to me. Yeah, she did. Uh, here we go. Barb this, is back. This story, if there's ever a Danish and O'Neill story, I mean, the KY obviously is one. And this story is tremendous. This story is right up there with that one. For uh, It's unbelievable. This is Yahoo. So, fuck. I hate these sites where, like, if you click anywhere but the exact spot know. of what you're clicking on, they send you to some other goddamn thing. Dude, I buy, I don't buy anything. I don't know who, I don't know what, how effective any of these ads are. 
that they put on this. But it's show. not even Yahoo. It's not even an ad. If you click like anywhere else. Oh, you mean when they give you like read more and then it no, goes. Or they reroute you to some like yeah. completely different story. Like, what am I? I don't want this. It's so anyway. So this is from Mother Russia. Great. Uh, Mother Russia is the Florida of the world. <laughs> yeah. It is crazy. It's, it's the Florida slash Stockton. Yeah. Of that side of the world. <laughs> It's literally, no, Russia is Stockton. Yeah. Russia is just it's, a giant 209. It's Stockada. Yeah. <laughs> it's Stockton meets Florida. The craziest shit. It's 209 SSR. <laughs> so a brown bear is reportedly on the loose in Siberia, which no one wants to be in. Uh, <laughs> Aren't there a lot of them loose? <laughs> I mean, that's a very... Uh, Apparently, it now is in possession of two guns. <laughs> It stole from a hunter. There is an armed brown bear. Nah. <laughs> is it shooting people? I, it might be. I don't know. What did he do? Wrestle it? So the bear apparently walked into a remote forest cabin where a hunter was staying and held itself to his bag, including it had guns in it, took oh the bag, and it's got the guns. It's got the guns. <laughs> is there an all all points bulletin? We got a, we got an armed brown bear in those woods. It might be a brown bear, black bear, gang beef. This might be the bear that wrestled uh, Habib. Oh, uh, Khabib. What's his name? Uh, Habib. Habib Kermanov. Uh, yeah. In the could, UFC. Could be. According to the Siberian Times, which is a hell of a paper. How many people get that? Is this that? real? Is that a real Siberian this is, Times? This is from Yahoo. A statement from the local interior ministry said the hunter was hunting miles away from the nearest village when he decided to stay at the cabin deep in the Irkutsk uh, region. He left his belongings in the cabin and went to get some water. On his return, he heard some suspicious sounds and spotted a bear, which would be uh, pretty bad. Yeah, the bear's especially report- in fucking Siberia. You have no shot of getting to a hospital. The bear is reportedly on the loose with a... Is this V-E-P-R? V-E? P-R carbine? Vapor carbine and I-Z-H shotgun. While a crime scene picture said to be from the scene show tooth marks on a bucket and some scratch logs. That's all I have to go on. <laughs> Guys, like, I don't want this bucket. I don't want these logs. I'll take the guns. <laughs> so there's a bear. What if this is a trained bear that just raids cabins and steals weapons? It may be. There may be a master villain. Who's, be great. Who's putting this bear up to just getting arms? That'd be. This bear could rob a bank. I, I wouldn't put it past. Him. Yeah, you know what? I don't think there's a lot of banks in Siberia. I got to be honest with you. And if they do rob, I don't think there's anything to get in there. <laughs> what if you see this bear is, accidentally fires this thing and? What if it shoots itself? It could shoot a hunter. What if it was trying to do suicide? I think it may be trying to take out a hunter like an orca when the whale's uh, child gets killed, or husband, be. whatever it was. What if it just had a bad breakup? It just got out of hibernation, wow. saw that the lady was dating before he went into hibernation, is now fucking someone new, and he's had enough. He's going to end it all. I hope it's just a cry for help. Could be. <laughs> he's just like, I'm going to steal these guns. Hopefully someone will get suspicious and then find me. They didn't leave any DNA, any bear, bear DNA. So they don't, I think they'll. it's easy to spot which bear it is. It's the one with two guns. Yeah, it's the one with a shotgun and a rifle. <laughs> this is true. Uh, did anyone see him? Well, yeah, I did see it. I saw a bear with a shotgun, but I didn't see the rifle, so I'm not sure if it was him. Anybody see the brown bear? What is Seagal? That'd be a great... It maybe is going after Seagal, who spends a lot of time in Russia. What a piece of shit. Or it could be teaming up with Seagal. I don't... It could be Seagal. Yeah. 
Wearing like a fur coat. <laughs> yeah, it could be. He's built like a bear. Yeah. Minus the muscle. He breathes He's like... got the blubber of a, of a whale and a bear. He definitely breathes like one, that heavy uh, yeah. mouth breathing. So I don't know. I don't know if this is uh, if this thing's working for Seagal in tandem with him against him. This could be Putin's Putin's. Uh, it could be a trained army. It could Putin could put this guy in one of his uh, cabinet positions. This bear. <laughs> I like the brown bear style. It's the head of the defense. Could be. You know who would love this guy is that you crazy Ukrainian dictator. Yeah, that guy, the MMA guy. They could be training in MMA. We don't know where this story's going. We just know there's a bear on the loose if in Siberia. If you're listening in Siberia, I know it's a vast wasteland, but be on the lookout. I'm just glad that the uh, the the bear the land uh, bridge is no longer connecting. Oh yeah, parts of Russia to the United States. Is, is that the Bering Strait that we connect? I, I believe uh, it was. With, yes, with Alaska. Yeah. Well, thank God. Yeah, you get that bear in America. If only the grizzly man, if you've seen that documentary, were alive, he could Ugh. handle this situation. Fucking grizzly man. But he met his demise, and that bear was not armed. No, that, that bear, bear was unarmed. Out. That bear took him out <laughs> without any weapons. Imagine how dangerous a bear with weapons is. <laughs> Mike, if he could do that to a man with nothing but his claws, think about what, how effective he'll be with a shotgun and a rifle. What a weird story that is. To, to is be that... Like, a, it, it must have been. I mean, is that a rifle? Whatever the other one was. I'm assuming it wasn't a handgun. I don't know. I mean, it was in a bag. I don't know. No, the, whatever they oh, the called shot, it. The, the one v- with a shotgun. Yeah. Hold on. Let me look uh, it up. V- v- what was it? A Viper? Viper? V-E-P-R? Uh, turbine? Let me see. what kind Carbine? Of yeah, guys. Hold on. Oh, oh yeah. It's a rifle. Uh, Viper? Here we go. The bear likes some good rifles, it looks like. Looks like it's got sighted. Oh, well, I mean, they have people uh, put those on themselves. Okay, yeah. It's like a kind of like an AK-47 knockoff. Yeah. Um, I guess the bears, Russian bears are using them now. <laughs> you start Once you start arming the wildlife, we're fucked. If that bear ever figures out how to use it and then teaches other bears... I mean, now we've got a whole new problem on our hands. Think about that. Because they go to the circus. They train them to ride bicycles. Yeah. If a bear can ride a bicycle, he can learn to shoot a fucking gun. If they, This could be a huge issue. If they team up with the uh, the monkeys, and this could be a planet of the apes gone wrong. Dude, what if in 150 years, it's <laughs> animals shooting guns at us, and it all started here, and we just thought it was a joke. We didn't even think anything of it. But you think about what animals can do. You can teach them to balance on a ball. You can teach them to ride a bicycle. Shooting a gun's not that hard. I've seen squirrels fucking water ski on ESPN. Fuck, fuck and water ski? Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of these animals are sick of humans fucking with them, diddling yeah. them, shooting them. Mother Nature may have imparted a little bit of wisdom into this one it's, when it was born. Where do the robots lie? Do they what, what if it's what if it's grizzly bears versus robots in the future? <laughs> it could be. And polar bears and all <laughs> Polar yeah. bears are sick of, uh, they just want to exist. And like we're ruining things for them and they're getting angry. Yeah. Yeah. If the bear species come together, they're going to kill the pandas off first. Well, they, the pandas are going to be, no, the pandas are the ones that are just going to fuck. <laughs> pandas they, are just, because they're not horny, they're going to end up being the sex slaves. Because that's how everything works. It's true. Whatever you are here, you're the opposite when shit goes bad. <laughs> it could be bears versus in the future. It's going to be a dangerous time. Yeah, it's a real wild kingdom going on. 
<laughs> Grizzlies. Wait till the Grizzlies get some of these guns. I always thought we had to worry about robots, but now I'm worried it's going to be Planet of the Apes, but it's Planet of the Bears. <laughs> bears are a scary creature. <laughs> you know what I would love to see? A gorilla versus a bear in a fight. God, I wish you could make that happen. Be a great fight. Yeah. I think Who would I, win that, though? I think I would take... Eh, I was going to say the bear, but I think the gorilla might pull What's a out. full-size gorilla weigh? Let's see here. Do you want average or you want like... Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, what's like an average weight of a gorilla? I mean, they're also pissed because they have the smallest penis uh, body penis proportion of all animals. So. Wild male gorillas weigh usually 300 to 430 pounds. Oh, well, the bears weigh like 1,500, 2,000. Well, adult females usually weigh half as much as that. So, oh. so we're looking at like three, 400 pounds. So let's look at what a grizzly, what am I looking at, a brown bear? Or a grizzly? Yeah, I mean, technically brown bears, uh, I think they're also grizzly bears, also known as brown bears. Brown bear weigh. Uh, they're going to be like 1,000 pounds. This is 180 to 1,300 pounds. What kind okay. of fucking range is that? Well, no, I think because they do have smaller size. That could be 180 pounds? I mean, black bears are like a couple hundred pounds. So, yeah, it can be over a ton. So, let's say we have like a 500-pound grizzly. That's a big bear. And you got like a 400-pound uh, gorilla. I think the gorilla takes them. The bear has the bigger claws and the teeth. But the te- but gorillas have some fucking nasty teeth. But they also have opposable thumbs. They can gouge the eyes. Well, then they move more like humans than a bear does. And they're fast. And they're also all they do is climb trees. And they're they climbing all day. I think they would be more punching and like clubbing. And I think they would tear. They would be ripping into. Tear. And I do think they'll use those thumbs to gouge eyes and bite <laughs> wieners. I think that's their move. Here, oh, here it is. Someone posed the same question. Oh boy. Look, I, I, I don't think I'm at the bottom where uh, the, the bottom. Oh, the dude, I got to give it to that. Fucking the gorilla's gorilla. teeth aren't that. Aren't, dude, those things are nasty. Yeah, they're big. Yeah. The thing is, though, gorillas, they eat a lot of they eat a lot of vegetables. I think occasionally they'll kill something, but the bear only eats meat, but they're also eating fish. They're like the, they're like the lazy fishermen of the wildlife. And no uh, one can fuck with them, you know? The gorillas are in a more uh, dangerous environment. Yeah, they're fighting guys with guns. Well, the bears are too, but... That's true. Uh, yeah, no, it's I don't a good know. Fight. I, I gotta go gorilla, though. I'm going gorilla. Weigh in and uh, hit us up. At, and uh, hopefully somebody makes this fight happen. Dana White. <laughs> good. Gets into bizarre animal fights. Uh, I think Bellator, if anyone, would make the fight. I want to see, see a horse versus a zebra. Basically the same thing, but... And throw a donkey in there, too, while you're at it. Donkey versus uh, a uh, mule. <laughs> uh, so let's get to the event. Uh, tw- our Twitter went crazy. Thank the you event to- of the season. Thank you to everyone. <laughs> early Christmas present. Thank you to everyone who sent this. There are weeks where you see an article and you're just jonesing to get into the studio. This yeah. is one of them. Yep. And uh, prediction, we've I mean, we've called this man Gary Keeler the titty feeler. Yeah. And, uh, well... Looks like people are calling, starting to call me Nostradanish uh, with the predictions of the show. Seagal's been caught up in the creep sweep, also known as the pervert parade. And uh, now Gary Keeler, allegations against I said him. We, we just need the trifecta of uh, Guy Fieri. Guy, if you have any skeletons, you better hope they you. don't come out, my friend. Yeah, man, I've always known Keeler was a piece of shit. So uh, we'll get to the story. Um, I have, a, I have a link, but I also cut and pasted this from another article about it. I wanted to really get into this one deep. 
I think the most interesting thing was that he laughed it all off, saying that it's a, it's a more interesting story than what they're telling. So oddly, Gary broke the news to the uh, Associated Press himself <clears throat> in an email in which he said he was fired over, in quotes, a story that I think is more interesting and more complicated than the version NPR heard, which I believe is Minnesota... Something. Yeah, but I, I read his story, yeah. and it was neither interesting nor complicated. <laughs> well, when it comes to Gary, it's not that interesting. Also, read, you got to read his side, because it's, it's even creepier. He also sent a self-pitying email to the Minneapolis Star Tribune, in which he makes an attempt at humor, and I believe that's what we can call his career. I, I'm going to say the last 40 years have been an attempt at humor. Right. And a huge failure. <laughs> he wrote this. Getting fired is a real distinction in broadcasting, and I've waited 50 years for the honor. Oh, Gary, so funny. Good one. <laughs> what a fucking doofus. He claims that this, his particular firing is poetic irony because, in quotes, if I had a dollar for every woman who asked to take a selfie with me and who slipped an arm around me and let it drift below the belt line, I'd have at least $100. The, the, the fact that anyone would find this guy... <laughs> That is, Dude, here's what I've always said. These guys that go, they claim they're not lowbrow, are the biggest perverts of all time. All these guys, they're like, oh, I'm not gonna do. Jo- I mask all of my stupid fucking humor in non lowbrow humor. Fuck you. They're all like this. They're all like this. Cosby was. Yeah. It's fucking. All these guys that are preaching like, oh, I don't. By the way, your humor sucks, man. You're not. No, it's not even humor. Get out of here. I just think it's hilarious that if this is even happening, that there are elderly women who are groping Gary Keeler's ass and pictures. Have you seen yourself, Gary? <laughs> All right. Nobody, I don't care how desperate or full of mange some old lady is. She doesn't want a piece of the Keeler. <laughs> he, he goes on to say he's not even a big hugger, uh, saying that during tapings of a Prairie Home Companion, in quotes, people were embracing every Saturday night, left and right. And I stood off in the corner like a stone statue. Yeah, because nobody wanted to hug you. They're like, I don't want to hug from Gary Keeler. Uh, also, uh, the day before this news came out, the Washington Post, shame on you, ran a typically folksy comedic op-ed written by none other than Gary Keeler titled, Al Franken Should Resign? Question mark. That's absurd. Uh, it, <laughs> well, what yeah, what in that he wrote, I read this. I, I have trouble even finding what does this even mean? He's losing his shit on the flight home in a spirit of low comedy. Low comedy, Gary, is what you've done for a long time. So how dare you take a shot at anyone? Yeah, you know what? I, I, you're an insult to comedy. <laughs> you're not you know comedy. What? That's the problem. What you've done is garbage. You've poisoned the minds of Americans He's all a- over for decades. You, well, you you deserve to not to be. It should be a, illegal for Gary Keeler to attempt humor or to be call himself any. I, I believe in free speech, but if we have to get rid of free speech, if that gets rid of Gary Keeler having the ability to voice his opinion or attempt humor, then I'm for getting rid of freedom. So he says on the flight home in a spirit of low comedy, Al Franken ogled Miss Tweeden and pretended to grab her, and a picture was taken. 11 years later, a talk show host in L.A., she goes public, and there is talk of resignation. This is pure absurdity, and the atrocity it leads to is a code of public deadliness. No kidding. Okay. So Gary sides uh, with Al uh, Franken yeah. there. I mean, he acts like he's, he's pissed at this chick for showing the photo. <laughs> yeah, he sounds offended by it. I mean, she said I don't want him fired, but I think, you know, it's, it's interesting to know that this stuff is going on. 
So Gary, uh, the day before, he, he says that. Um, so he retired in 2016, as we know from his. We uh, were there. His hit show, Prairie Home Companion. We saw his last ever show Dude, in LA. I would still like to know how much money he made off each of those shows. 10,000 people were at that Hollywood Bowl show. Which is insane. What does And he's doing that shit every fucking weekend. What is he pulling in a year? A lot. I mean, but is he? Or is he still like on a public yeah, uh, radio know. salary? Who knows? Where the fuck's the money going? I don't know. Certainly not his appearance. But he continued produce. Don't worry for fans of Gary. He continued producing the Writer's Almanac for syndication. Of course. Where he says, it's, uh, it's August 4th, uh, 2017. And the word of the day is whatever. Confirmed his firing to the AP, saying his removal was linked to a story that I that interesting thing. Uh, so he describes it as he told the Star Tribune that it was over an incident where he put his hand on a woman's bare back accidentally. Which how do you do that accidentally? Yeah, he said but, I mean I meant to pat her back after she told me about her unhappiness. I know, but it's weird. This is where it gets weird because his finger slipped six inches into her butthole, or and whatever. her shirt was open. I, wait, but where? I no, his hand went up. He yeah, said, I know, but no, I know, but I'm saying. So where was he patting her on the back, high, or on the back, low by the ass? It, we don't know because if your shirt's open. How did your finger go up? And has anyone ever been like, hey, I'm unhappy, and then like, oh, by the way, I would love for you to rub my back and for it to go upwards as you do it? By and the way, accidentally. If it was accidental, why did it travel? It six inches. Why did it travel upwards? Uh, by the way, what, yeah, what is his fingers full of, uh, was he, was he got ch- chicken grease on him? <laughs> he's got, they slipped? He's got helium fingers. They no, rise how, up. Do they, how do you accidentally pat a woman and then go, oh, shit. Oh, whoa. Went all the way up the back. Was that a banana peel back no. there? <laughs> he patted her a few times, then he started working her way up to see if there's any resistance. Going for boobies. Wait, wait, no, he's going up the back. Wait, he's going to go all the way over I think, his shoulder and back down? Up with those long arms to the side. Oh, he was creeping around the side? Side grope. So he said, and my hand went up about six inches. She recoiled. I apologize, which I don't, I think, by the way, there's much more to it, I believe, than this, because they don't, you don't get fired over just that, do you? How much does Gary Keeler look like the guy from Cannonball Run 2 with the long finger, (laughs) the doctor? He looks a lot like him. He looks just like him. Just a fucking weirdo. I picture him having those long fingers, just fucking like a real fucking creeper. If you Google image Gary... Seriously, one of the least photogenic people I've ever seen in my life. His, his eyes are always like half closed or like almost crot. Like he's in, he looks bizarre. He has long nose hairs in a lot of the pictures that are like coming out uh, of the nose. He's, he's a weird. Fucking people swinging off of him. So he said, if I had a dollar, so that's, here's the, uh, if I had a dollar, blah, blah, blah. He said, but I'm just fine. I had a good long run and I'm grateful for it and everything else. Sounds like he's, sounds like there's something more that's going to come. <laughs> or they threatened him. Get out of here or we'll release all this other shit. So NPR's Minnesota Public Radio said in a statement released shortly after Keeler's announcement, because he jumped the gun, like, oh, I'm going to announce it my own terms with my great humor. Yeah. Uh, I was, uh, she said I grabbed her with my, with my hand, but I really just was sucking on her titties. <laughs> Reverend Ham can uh, corroborate my, uh, my statement. <laughs> Uh, Lake Wobegon. Someone did, uh, someone hit us up on Twitter, give a nice Garrison Sleezer. 
<laughs> it said they decided to terminate his contract and his private media companies after someone who worked with him on a Prairie Home Companion came forward last month. I wonder if it was the sound effects, man. <laughs> you think that all this time he's just been doing the sound effects and documenting all of the Ill- illicit shit that he's doing behind the scenes? He's just crying while he goes... By the way, Gary, nobody wants you to touch them to console them, okay? I think you make things worse. Even if it, even if it didn't happen this way and you just touched somebody, I think they would recoil. Uh, NPR said it hired lawyers to investigate the allegations. Uh, they said Gary Keeler has been an important part of the growth and success of NPR and all of us in the NPR community are saddened by these circumstances. The network's president, John McTaggart. That's a good... Uh, Taggart? Com- McTaggart. <laughs> While we appreciate the contribution Garrison has made to NPR and all to public radio, we believe this decision is the right thing to do and is necessary to continue to earn the trust of our audiences, employees, and supporters of our public service. Uh, Gary's firing ends the distribution and broadcasting of the literary and poetry radio show, The Writer's Almanac. <laughs> big loss. Good riddance. By the way, not <laughs> big, a single person's like, fucking, everyone that listened to it's already on their way out, all right? They're already got like six months left to live. And uh, all rebroadcasts of the best of Prairie Home Companion hosted by Gary, which is another huge loss. They're done. That's crazy. Dude, he must have done something crazy. Yeah. Because this isn't your hand going up six inches. That's a lot of fucking money gone. All they have to do is just replay old episodes. By the way, I bet. I think it went down six inches in the butthole. It could have. And it, he may have, been, it may have been his penis that was going up yeah. and down six inches. I think he smelled his finger. <laughs> just, uh, let me ask you something, Reverend Ham. Does this, my finger smell uh, to you? <laughs> In a statement on his personal website, which we need to investigate. Yeah, I didn't know he had a personal website. <laughs> Gary apologized. Wait, where's he going to get his musings off now? Gary apologized. And this is in quotes. What a fucking pretentious ass. By the way, though, he's always been a bit of a misogynist. He's been married a bunch. And then his views on women, he's always... Uh, hit his like sexism through through his attempted humor through his wit yeah wit <laughs> it's called shit he, he said uh, he'd like to apologize in quotes to all the poets whose work I won't be reading on the radio oh fuck you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to apologize to poets everywhere around the world just, uh, this is a sad day for poetry and uh but uh, then the almanac will be gone, and now uh, you know, I don't know what everyone's going to do with their life. He's the Johnny Carson. If you get your poem read by Gary Keeler, it puts you on the map. <laughs> Supposedly it's called... <laughs> what the fuck? He also said, in quote, and to the people uh, who will lose work on account of this. So Who's losing work? Just him. <laughs> your lawyer. Because he doesn't, he doesn't have to fight these ra- these assault cases anymore. He did not mention the woman who made the complaint. No apology. No, uh, did not, this no is mention. what you get when you try to console somebody. <laughs> no uh, good deed goes unpunished, Gary. Yes, well, that would have been in the almanac. Um, you know, this is... Lake Wobegon, where the uh, women tell on you, where the women are tattletales, and the men are very gropey. Uh, I bet he said, you like Reverend Ham? Well, how about some sausage with your ham? (laughs) You ever been sporked? So, uh, the current iteration. Very very sorry to hear about your uh, prop. Do you mind if I put my finger in your butthole? (laughs) You want, just tell me up or down as I move my hand. My hands are very greasy, so we're going to touch you on the small of your back, but it's probably going to slide into your vagina. Uh, the current, this is what makes me think, too, there's much more to this than meets the eye. Because the current iteration of A Prairie Home Companion, hosted by Gary's successor, Chris Thiel, 
will be renamed. Uh, renamed. They're taking away the Prairie is, Home Companion name. This is a 40-year brand, man. Yeah. What, I, why, what is going on here? There's something big brewing. Maybe when he dies, we'll find out. But there's something big. Why would you change the name? Well, also, I think people, nobody, no kids are listening to it. No. There's nobody getting into Prairie Home Companion. What are they going to name it? Yo, uh, Yo Gabba Gabba 2 or something? I don't know. And they're also, the network is ending its relationship with the two websites associated with Gary. The- what, dude? Something major's <laughs> happened here, and they're trying to fucking, they're trying to distance themselves. They're by, they, who knows? Gary Keeler, this could be allegedly, he might be a Cosby that we don't even know about. It, something seems to be a Bruin. More what? than more than a back touch. They're getting rid of the goddamn, bre- that'd be like Nike going, we're not, we're not calling ourselves Nike anymore. Uh, well, I don't appreciate you. Comparing, I'm just saying, for a people of a certain generation (laughs) and a certain stupid mentality, Prairie Home Companion is like life to them. And it's been stripped. It helps them fall asleep. Gary's been whipped and stripped. So now, dude, what is he? What is going on here, man? We don't know, dude. This is something. uh, This isn't over yet. He may be involved with the bear smuggling the weapons. We don't know what. William Cosby's a very good friend. He lives in Lake Wobegon, where I do most of my assaulting. They may, they should look into his eyebrows, and there may be some bras that fall out. There may be some drugs in there. We don't know. Uh, they're ending the relationship with the, his websites, the Pretty Good Goods Online Catalog. Yeah. What's it called? <laughs> the Pretty Good Goods Online Catalog. This guy what humor. is bottom of the barrel. <laughs> no thought is put into anything he does. Not a single... Fi- oh, he just... You know what he does? He's a first draft guy. He just writes shit. There's no humor, you piece of shit. What a fucking <laughs> asshole. Uh, and the PrairieHome.org website. .org website yeah, gone. Gone. Done. Dude, that's. It co- By the way, it costs nothing to keep that website up. It's out, dude. Some, dude, there's a bombshell getting ready to be fucking dropped. <laughs> in an email to NPR's new boss uh, Wednesday afternoon, Gary wrote in quotes I think the country's in the grip of a mania. The whole Franken business is an absurdity. And I By wish- the way, no. He, he's just focusing on Al Franken. Yeah. What about Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, what about Kevin Kev- Spacey? Yeah. The fucking Russell, rest of the people. Russell Simmons. Yeah, the Did rest hear, of the people. Did you hear Ad Rock and the Beastie Boys? His father just got accused yeah. of rape. And he goes, I believe when, I, when, I believe that he did it. When Ad Rock was 19, this woman that he later went on a date, a high school classmate. Oh, really? His father's a playwright uh, accused of brutally raping this woman. This is a long time ago. And Ad Rock goes, yeah, I, I yeah, he, but he said, I believe. You know, the night that those allegations came out, I saw, uh, I passed uh, Russell Simmons in the hallway. Really? Yeah. What'd you say? Didn't seem, to be, didn't seem to have any problem. I don't know what's going on we there. We don't know either. So uh, Gary said, uh, the whole Franken business is an absurdity, and I wish someone would resist it, but I expect NPR to look out for itself, and meanwhile, I feel awfully lucky to have hung on for so long. That's like... Yeah, this is... Dude, nobody goes out like this. If he didn't do it, and he thought that this was something that was completely innocent, don't you think he'd be a little more pissed? And really calling NPR out. He seems to be happy to be go. And he seems to be... Something's dodging. He's dodging something here. But he's also taking a lot of like passive-aggressive guilt shots. Like, uh, I wish someone would fight it. But But he can't because he knows there's probably others lurking. Allegedly. Maybe. So I don't know if we're going to hear anything else of this. Or this is just going to go away. It, It may be like... You want to keep going, we'll keep going. If you want to walk away, you can walk away. Yeah, it's too weird that they go, the website's gone, we're changing the name of the show, you're fucking 
losing your poetry section and your goddamn <laughs> writers. They stripped him. They did whip him and strip him. And completely. syndication. Which is like he I was don't making, wait. What's the syndication? I just think though, like that was time that they have to fill now with some other shitty program. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I mean that's cheap. It's already they already fitted the bill for it, so it's like, yeah. I don't know. So uh, Gary Keeler, the titty feeler, Guy Fieri, keep your nose clean, my friend, because we're it's watching. Tri- it's the ultimate trifecta. It would be my dream come true. We are watching, in other news, another Danish and O'Neal, uh, not a favorite of ours. Connie Mack, Dana White has created a monster in this man. He's running buck wild. He recently jumped, he uh, assaulted a... Uh, why, why, why that Why that guy didn't press charge? I don't know. Like, he fucking hit that guy. He hit the guy in the face. He slapped him, a guy, a member, I think, of the commission, and this is yeah. in Ireland. They wouldn't let him into the cage. The fight wasn't even over. He was trying to hop the cage. He thought it was. No, because the guy thought he had heard... It was the 10-second bell had already gone. So he thought he had heard the regular bell because the roar of the crowd was so loud, which I understand. And then he's he stopped the fight, but it wasn't over. And also, by the way, he wasn't an accredited uh, corner man. He couldn't enter the octagon either way. This was... Uh, it's not the UFC. It was some other... Some European event. And then he shoved the ref, and then he slapped at... Uh, Remember the commission? Then, he wanted to fight the ref. Then yeah. after he shoved him, he came at him again. Um, then he climbed the side of the cage to get in again. A guy tried to push him off, and he slapped the fucking guy. I believe uh, Connie Mack is headed for... It's not going to end Oh, well. you believe? Yeah. Yeah, come on. Not I, think co- we, I think we all believe. Because he seems to be operating under the impression that he's invincible. So the other day... He's he- got $100 million. He's fucking 29 or 30 years old. And the, I mean, the world is his oyster. I get where it's coming from, but he's not staying grounded at all. I guarantee you, he's gonna fuck up that marriage by pound and not married or whatever. Just a kid, I know. But they've been together for like a decade. And then on top of that, he's gonna get so rusty from not fighting that he's gonna get whipped. Hopefully by Max Holloway. I think he'll be broke at some point because apparently he's buying his baby, an infant, Rolexes. I know, but it's a hundred suits. I yeah, dude, that's a hundred million. Dollars. Mike Tyson went through. Yeah, it. yeah. But all those cars he has, they're not his. They're fucking all like all these guys give him cars and I, stuff. I wouldn't be shocked. That's all I'm saying. No, I wouldn't be shocked. But I got to be honest with you, I don't think at this point. Like I'm not seeing anything, dude. By the way, Mayweather he got three million dollars paid. China paid him to take a vacation in China for three million dollars just to stay at some luxury resort. <laughs> So, I mean, these you never know. These uh, yeah. opportunities are uh, plenty. So, the other day, Connie Mack, who uh, thinks he's he's better than the rest of us, he so he got a speeding ticket, failure to, failed to show up in court twice. On the third attempt, finally showed up, showed up late. But, oh, by the way, when he was supposed to be there, he took a picture in a fucking Adidas jumpsuit at the time that he was supposed to be in court. And said, I sh- I'm supposed to be in court right now, but I'd rather be taking a picture of me in sweatpants. Um, so, and he, uh, there's been tabloid chatter in Ireland that a well-known Irish celebrity was involved in a fight at a pub in Ireland in which he punched a man with ties to the Kinahan Lieutenant, uh, that's a Irish drug cartel crime family. You can't uh, fuck with the Irish, man. They're crazy. They've been through some shit. With ties to Kinahan Lieutenant Graham the Wig Whalen, a convicted drug dealer and one of the country's most feared gangsters. Uh, there's been no confirmation, and McGregor's name has not been specifically mentioned in the tabloids. 
likely to avoid potential libel lawsuits. What if it was Bono that got him? He could be. With this guy. Could be the lead singer of the Cranberries. Could be Sinead O'Connor. If the reports wind up being inaccurate, they're not naming them because they don't want to get sued. But it's fairly obvious who's being accused in the reports. Maybe it's Daniel Day-Lewis. Is he Irish or is he English? I don't know. Well, He's retired either way. Irish crime reporter Paul Williams added fuel to the rumors Tuesday while talking about the alleged situation on his radio show, News Talk Breakfast. Sounds great. Here's what he said. Uh... I have to say about this, and I'm wearing my old veteran crime reporter hat, Conor McGregor is in a very dangerous place at the moment. He has come into a conflict through probably no fault of his own with a group of very, very dangerous people who are tied up with the Kinahans. These people do not care who Conor McGregor is, what he stands for, how powerful he is. They will drag him down into the cesspit. I would say in the next 48 hours, if he's still in the country, and I understand that he may have left the country, but if he is still here, I understand from my sources that the Garda... We'll be approaching him. I think that's law enforcement. Uh, to give him a, a GIM form, which is a Garda information message to tell him that there may be threats to his safety. This is a huge story, and imagine what it would do to our reputation if this national sporting icon is attacked by gangsters. Interesting. Um, they're saying, take this with a grain of salt. That may not be true. Connie's dad is denying it, but when Connie left the court, he has heard these rumors, pulled up his, again, an Adidas hoodie, over his face like mobsters do there and yelled, come get me. But someone then thought that the come get me was from the judge. They the said judge that, said something to him and then it was said, come get me from that. They said, though, even if this isn't true, like, and he's like, uh, you shouldn't be taunting people in this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because these guys are, this is like a, they run a country. Yeah. You're just a fucking dude who's had some fights and made some money. These guys are have billions at their disposal. They're running drugs through a country. So this uh, crime guy also went on to say, um, I hear that from my sources and from looking at the lay of the land, he's ended up crossing swords accidentally or however with some very, very heavy people or some people who are related to some very, very heavy people who could pose a very serious threat to his safety and potentially his life. And I don't say that lightly. Um, so I think they, they believe that this is this guy's father that he fucking punched in the face in a bar fight. Well, you know what? It's fitting for if this were the end of Conor McGregor, that it would go out like this. Like the arrogance got the better of him. And this guy says, these people, uh, as I keep saying, they don't care. They don't have parameters. They don't have boundaries. They don't discriminate between whether you're an international sporting icon or just some guy on the street. They shoot you. They injure you. They do whatever they want to do. I think it's uh, extraordinary. And I think in the next 24 to 48 hours, I believe... That uh, blah blah blah. But I don't know. Also, this was like uh, this yeah. was last week. So, so this could be. <laughs> I don't know. This could be a complete rumor. But I do think that he is going to find himself in these situations more and more because he believes he, he thinks that, he's above the law and he has no boundaries. But when you beat some the people who really are above the law, it's and only, then that's a whole other operating system, and those guys are going to fucking kill you. Only Steven Seagal is truly above the law. That guy's, as his movie is yeah, stated. Because he lives in Russia now. <laughs> if he comes back here, I don't know. Is he making a movie right now? Who knows? Is he working? He's got to be. Got to be working right now. Like, I mean, I guess people in China that go watch his movies in Russia, they don't give a f- They don't hear about him, the sexual assault and shit. Have you, and I don't think they probably care, to be honest. I was looking up uh, some of his movie titles as of late. They are some beauts. Dude, all, every one of his movies titles. No, but I'm saying like <laughs> the DVD ones are like worse than ever. One was like Delta Death. He, Fucking, right so. now he's uh, in post-production of Attrition. Yeah, that was the one he was talking about on Piers Morgan where he was like, 
He's he's really getting uh, deep on that. Above the law two has been announced. Yeah, that's been announced though for the past ten years. Contract to kill. No one's gonna do above the law two. By the way, not in America. End of a gun. <laughs> the perfect weapon. That, that, that that's uh, Jeff Speakman. Yeah, Speakman was on. Oh, by the way, I said that. Inter- I was watching these interviews of uh, Seagal. I think he goes. The guy was asking. He was running through a list of actors that are martial artists. And he goes, tell me if you think these guys are tough. And he said, Michael Ja White. And Seagal didn't say anything. We covered that. Did we, did we yeah, play we, that? Yeah. I didn't know if we played that or not. Yeah, he says, Michael Ja White's a pussy. Yeah, he goes, don't make me laugh. <laughs> I go, you fucking... Michael Ja White is like a legit fucking dude he's who spent his whole life... Yeah, he's also huge. And he would beat the fuck out of him. He's in Cyborg Nemesis, semicolon, The what, Dark Cyborg Rift? Nemesis? <laughs> the Dark That's Rift. like Universal Soldier. <laughs> he's in China Salesman. That's the one with Mike Tyson. Remember the one I talked yeah. about? He's in The Asian Connection. He plays Gan Sirankari. <laughs> oh, my God. He's in Code of Honor, Sniper Special Ops. Code of Honor is one I watched. Cartels. I watched Cartels. Mercenary Semicolon Absolution. I didn't see that one. Gut Shot Straight. <laughs> oh, my Gut God. Gut Shot Straight. A Good Man. <laughs> Force of Execution. Maximum Conviction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> True Justice. Fucking... <laughs> They're, uh, yeah, I mean, they're all dog shit. Old Steve. They're all video on demand. Shit, man. Let's get to this story uh, real right, quick. Let's make this the last yeah. one. Corey uh, sent this in. This is an interesting guy here. This is from Omaha, the Omaha.com. So uh, a married couple are saying they felt afraid and captive in their own home for nearly four years. Uh, about 30 times oh, every yeah. year. <laughs> Women would show up on their front porch late at night or early in the morning. They would strip and then seeking payment would try to open the front door or ring the doorbell, uh, waking the Elkhorn couple's two young kids. It caused marital stress and affected their professional lives. The visits and the women's actions were orchestrated by a neighbor across the street, Douglas Goldsberry, who masturbated while watching this all from his kitchen. loved it. So he was ordering hookers to these people. Basically, once a week, he was jerking it to these chicks going to the front door, stripping, and then having the people come out and see him. And that's when he came. Which is crazy. For 10 years. Dude, you're, I mean, how do you handle that? Also, these, these poor women. It's bad enough they're hookers. Now they don't get paid. Yeah. It's humiliating for everybody. Definitely. And also, can you imagine this guy? What's... I mean, once you've been through a hundred, you're like, look, this happens all the time. I don't know. Like, we don't know what's going on. Don't you just not answer, but he's probably like, just keep ringing that bell because they'll be out there. Yeah. Maybe they wait there forever. Also, probably not a good look when people are walking by. They're like, oh, there's those guys. They always have a hooker once a week. By the way, if I lived on the other side, I would be there every day to check and make sure those, those hookers show up so I could see it. How do you retaliate? Do you order like pizzas to his door? Like, how do you? Well, they didn't know it was him. Yeah. And so the. <laughs> but they, I mean, the cops had been involved for a while. Imagine being the kids in this house where you're like, when we oh, were I young. I love it. I'd be like, dude, <laughs> wait, I got to get out there and see these naked hookers. <laughs> the visits and the women's actions were orchestrated by. Uh, the crazy thing is he never used the same hookers, it would seem. I mean, he must have sent like three, four hundred chicks to his house. I'm assuming he would pay them. No, you? no, that's part of it. He never paid them. So they didn't know who was ordering it? 
I think he would say ask for the money, but I think they found him through credit cards or something. But I think a lot of the women did not get paid. Jesus. That's the sad part. That's why I was saying it was bad yeah. for these women. Deputy Douglas, uh, Douglas County Attorney Chad Brown. Uh, Dude, said, also, I'm surprised that, that like that it didn't spread through the community of these hookers that like, hey, dude, don't go to this house, all right? It's just some weird shit going on. Or if a pimp didn't get involved of like, hey, why yeah. the fuck is this? People keep calling hookers and they have kids in there. <laughs> They're a couple. What's happening? <laughs> uh, the deputy uh, attorney said it's a really twisted and sick plot. He said it's a, uh, adding that Goldsberry called it a screening process of what that's why he was doing it. <laughs> and none of them passed. He's like, I'm gonna send it to my neighbor. If my neighbor likes them, then I'm gonna use them. They never liked them, so I went through hundreds. He derived pleasure out of how far he could control these women to see how far he could get them to go. That's what the uh, attorney said. Goldsberry, 45, was sentenced to the same amount of time. He terrorized the family four years. That's it. Oh, I thought it was too longer. Four years. The maximum penalty on his pending charge or pandering charge. What is pandering? He's pandering to the lowest common denominator, <laughs> like Garrison Keeler. Garrison Keeler should be charged with pandering. <laughs> Under state guidelines that cut sentences in half, Goldsberry will serve less than two years with credit for 177 days already served. He could get back out, and yeah. the nightmare can start up all over Dude, again. Dude, if, you, if your affliction is that you jerk it to naked chicks at your neighbor's house, that's not going to end. You're not, you didn't somehow get, get no. that handled. No, he won't stop. Uh, he also faces other charges, though. Uh, the county sheriff's office searched his electronic devices, found evidence of child porn on his hard drive. Oh, so he may God. get caught. Oh, so that part of the kick was the kids probably coming out to see it. Yeah, I don't know. This fucking greasy pervert. Wait, so oh, so he hasn't been tried on the child porn He's charges. been indicted in federal court on okay. one count of possession of child pornography and faces up to 20 years yeah, off convicted of that. He'll get that. Uh, Hopefully. The guy, the attorney Brown said, I have concerns for the safety of women, taxpayers, and everyone else in Douglas County uh, when asking Judge Marlon Polk for the maximum sentence. <laughs> He's going to get a poke, all right. <laughs> You're get a lot of pokes. The, the neighbor should have brought the KY. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey <laughs> by the way, face. here you go, you sick son of a hey, bitch. No, no hookers are going to be sent. Hey, hey Poke, give, give him the poke, Poke. <laughs> You think that the the husband ever, the wife and kids were out of town, ever took one of the hookers in? He's, he's like, yeah. <laughs> come on. Uh, and he's like, hey, I'm not going to come. Get her out of there. Throw her out. <laughs> Let me call you a cab. Why don't you step inside? Well, have you been paid for already? <laughs> You're attractive. I mean, what are you paying your way through college as an escort? I wonder if he had a type that he sent over all the time. I don't know. The state's concern is fueled by his deviant, narcissistic appetite for his sexual desires. <laughs> what a poetically way to put... <laughs> Pervert. <laughs> yeah. Nathan Lab, uh, Goldsberry's attorney, had asked that Goldsberry released on probation. Are you fucking crazy? This guy's going f- right back to what he's been doing. What the fuck? Uh, Lab said the best thing for Doug is to get treatment. He put the couple he, through he, hell. There's no denying that. Dude, you can't get treatment for this. Yeah, come on, there's, Lab. There's no fixing this affliction. Uh, phone calls to the couple who live near 185th Street and West Dodge Road. Jesus, <laughs> way to give their goddamn location. <laughs> We're not returned. <laughs> but if you want to get hookers, they live over there, so you can track them down. Yeah, I'm sure you can ask any hooker, hey, did you ever go to a uh, house, get naked? <laughs> They're just glad to put this behind him and move on, said uh, attorney Don Klein. That should be pretty funny, though, if, at the first few. Like, yeah, Jesus, naked chicks. Dude, after like four years, you're like, all dude, right, we I get I bet, it. though, the first couple, like, 
the husband and wife were like really fucking hard. They're like, that was kind of hot. <laughs> Some chick, you open the door, she's butt naked. So they're like, we got to go fuck. And then Dude, after about went, 10, you're like, get the fuck. Hey, where do they live? Where did it say? Is it Nebraska? Something like that. Somewhere cold. I mean, these women get naked I out mean, there? It could be summer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Goldsberry cared what month Of it was. course. No, you think he's like, well, I'm going to wait for good weather. <laughs> Probably the worst weather, the fucking more harder he came in his pants. You know who would love being the neighbor is the Bushman. Oh, Oh, these women are showing up at my door. <laughs> yeah, what that, are women falling from the sky? Of course. <laughs> oh, man. He'd be living with all of them. What a fucking. This guy was just jerking it. What do you have, a, a telescope? Or he's just looking across the street? I mean, the house probably close, like, you know, we're touching. These almost. poor kids just trying to go to school. And wow. Hookers. I, was it a boy or a girl? Or I what? Don't know. Because the boy probably doing all right. But they're young. He's probably like awesome. They're young kids. You don't want hookers in your suburban. No, no, but I'm saying for him, he's like, oh, naked chicks, this is great. <laughs> yeah, but he could be like six years old. <laughs> that kid's probably like, I don't want this man to go to jail. I want him to move back in and keep sending those hookers over. What a fucking, what a, what a weird thing to be into. Like, I need. Very specific. Very specific. Very specific. I need to order hookers to my unsuspecting neighbors. They show, they get naked on the porch. <laughs> when they answer the door, I fucking blow my load hard. So what do you think he said? Like, no matter what they do, they're in on it. I, don't, I think it's just get naked. And then I'm going to open the door and he's probably just beating it right hard right there. Like, oh, there she is. Yeah. And then when they're like, oh, oh my she's God. knocking on the door. I would think that he would have like either something he would hand the lady like that explains everything. Sorry, you can read this. Go on your way. Do you think there's a feeling of shame like after you call, like that's so bizarre and weird? Yeah, no, he's probably like, you know what? I got to go back to my child porn. <laughs> yeah, I got to I got to clean my You palate. think this guy has shame? <laughs> I don't know. This guy has nothing. He has no feelings. This is uh it's insane. Um right, hopefully he gets shot by a brown bear with a fucking machine gun. By the way, I saw a movie with Keith Jardine was in it, part of it. Such a the acting was so decent. I didn't even know it was Keith Jardine. Really? What's yeah. he playing? It's called Shot Caller. Really? It's the guy from Game of Thrones. Good movie. Wow. But he plays as a Selly in one of the. He's not in a ton of it. But I go, is that Keith Jardine? Because he seems fairly charismatic. Because usually he's so soft spoken, quiet guy. Yeah. That uh, and Wind River. I recommend both those movies. Shot Caller and Wind River. What about Moon River? Moon, using the whole fist doc. <laughs> uh, real quick, Miles Graham wanted to. Uh, he wanted us to tell his friend Finn to shave his hobo pussy. Okay. Uh, so there you go, Miles. Uh, Michael Thorpe. Uh, what did he want? Oh, Michael Thorpe said I began binge listening listening to you two for the last three weeks, averaging four episodes a day. Wow. Uh, enjoying every minute on to episode 106. Whoa. Michael from Wales and Great Britain. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. To calm your pace. That's a heavy. Oh, wait. Who's the guy who wants the goddamn birthday shout out saying I don't do any real work? Who the fuck is this fucking guy? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. I've maybe put 700 <laughs> fucking hours of time into this podcast, including driving over here. 700 hours of free fucking entertainment. You get no birthday shout out. You're banned. You're out of here. Fucking piece of shit. Happy birthday to Mary. She did not say Oh, that's that. right. She sent me an email and said, hey, uh, the Chappelle show was a lot of fun. It was. May all her uh, Hermosa Beach dreams come true. Yeah. Real quick, entertain. You gotta get, we got to get down and do the Hermosa Beach Mary show. Yeah, I want to do the... Uh, Is it still going on? Does I wanna, it go on in the winter? I want to do the bathroom, the bathtub show. I, the only thing I don't like is that it's daylight out when you perform. <laughs> 
That's the only thing I'm Maybe not. daylight savings change. That's why I'm wondering if it's in the winter. <laughs> if you get down there around five, it's already it's already uh, near dark. Real quick entertainment update. I saw the Ric Flair 30 for 30. Did you? You need to see it. I Tremendous. See it. How can I see it? I got to go over. You got to go to Courtney's. Okay. She's got well, it recorded. Go. Are you going to keep it? Unless you want to fly to into it. my parents recorded. That's where I watched it. Oh, you didn't want you watched it. I watched Is it. Is that the reason you went home? My brother wanted to watch it uh, together. It was, it really has a bit of everything. Some humor, very depressing. Who, who are we talking about? Like, I, I, somebody goes, it was what you thought it would be. I was a little disappointed. What? Somebody said that. Oh, I was not disappointed. It wasn't like any new information somebody said. And I was like, what? I don't give a fuck. What is that? Then, uh, dude, there's a documentary on Netflix, only 40 minutes long. What's it called? It is compelling. Is that the one with Larry David? The oh. guy? Yeah, I saw you it. You saw it? <laughs> yeah. Long shot? I've been waiting for that because I've been hearing about it Dude, for a while. It's, oh, I it's, loved it. What a it cra- brought a tear to my eye. What a crazy story. If you don't know what it is, there's this guy. He gets charged with murder because he can't prove his whereabouts, but he was at a Dodgers game, but nobody could, they couldn't get any video footage, but Larry David happened to be filming an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm there and caught this fucking guy walking in and out. He passed Larry David and the cameras caught him. This guy hired some lawyer who put in fucking like 8 billion hours to try to scour every fucking camera. He came down to like one of the, it was like classic fucking movie. Like it was one of the last uh, videos that they had that they took at the park and it and it caught this fucking guy, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And it turns out the coppers, LAPD, were corrupt. He got 320 G's for his problems. Yeah, uh, unbelievable though. What yeah. a story! And I, I also- yeah, it's funny. I just knew because you guys said it was 40 <laughs> minutes. Because I've been wait, I've been hearing about this thing for a while. The great was Larry David coming out. He goes, <laughs> Larry David was on the fucking documentary talking about and it. And he goes, I, uh, I occasionally bring this story up at a party or, or if I'm on a, a date, date. <laughs> <laughs> to impress somebody. But I was like, that's it was crazy. I'm also, uh, I don't know if you've seen it. I'm also, I just went through the whole season of Mindhunter. Great show. Yeah. I, uh, everyone says you got to power through. Starts a little slow. Abby watched it all. She loved it. Um, but for me, I got stuck on the pilot and then I, and then I just didn't go back. Pilot's a little slow. But you once get Showtime, start watching some Ray Donovan. Once you get, I've, people say that I do need to check oh, that out. Great, have not seen one episode of Ray Donovan. Maybe I'll I try just to make my way season through. Five. I was told season five was a little slow for that show. I don't know. Season five. Well, season five. Well, I'm not going to give anything away, but there were like the most realistic portrayal of somebody who's sick that I've ever seen. It was like heartbreaking, literally it, it tears. It was crazy. Dude, see, on Mindhunter, they have this guy. The show is about, basically, it's based on the truth. Two FBI agents who are trying to study the mind of, like, why they come up with the phrase serial killer. Isn't it, like, the psychological, like, the true psychological profile yeah. of a serial killer? Yeah. And there's this guy who plays this uh, serial murderer. I think his name is uh, Ed Kemper. And he was supposed to be 6'9". And the actor who plays him is, like, this big ogre. He looks kind of like Jimmy the cab driver from the 90s. You sure it isn't Donald Lowe? It's not him. From the This guy's a big ogre. From Donald the, Lowe's big guy. No, this guy's an actor. He's like 6'5 or 6'6. Six, okay. six. Great look. Bleach black. Like, or not bleach. Uh, dyed black hair. Thick glasses. And he talks like very creepy. Like, like he, this guy would kill women. 
He killed his own mother, cut her head off, and then fucked her head. Jesus. And he's like, I cut the head off. And uh, like the way he talks. Like Gary Keeler? A little bit like that. They said he loves, like he was the type, they said, who got involved in his own investigation because he loved talking to cops so much. Oh, that's fucking. (laughs) The true fucking narcissist. And so when they visit him, he loves that they visit him. And he like, he's like, like super nice. And one of the guys is like, Okay, this guy's so like almost like that's his, the, dude. That's his, the Ted Bundy, the he's, super charming. He's charmed by him, and he. But the guy like he just tells these stories of like insane atrocities. Oh my god, it's very interesting. But it was a good show. By the way, like Google Matthew Perry, and uh, <laughs> he looks identical to Steve Little now. He looks like Stevie Janowski. Let me see. I'm telling you, a dead fucking ringer. It is shocking. They should have played brothers on Eastbound and Down. Matthew Perry. Just hit the image. Hit like 2017 or type oh. in Steve Little. I'm telling you, dude, <laughs> it is. No, it's unfucking believable. He looks like a look cooler. At some, look at the one on the right there at the bottom. He looks like a cooler version of Stevie from me. I don't even know if he looks cooler. <laughs> if you just type in Matthew Perry wow. and Steve Little, I mean, they look like identical fucking twins. Who would have saw that coming? Crazy. I don't know. I stumbled upon. Some clip of him, and I go, Jesus Christ, he looks like Stevie Janowski. How old is he? Is that the drug? He's like f- almost 50. I think he's 49, 48, wow. 49. That is Yo, I think he's probably off drugs. He gained, probably on some sort of medication. That is shocking. Yeah, it's so crazy. It blew my mind. I had to <laughs> stare at it for like 30 minutes. He should do something with Burt Kreischer, who looks a lot like Kenny Powers. Kreischer <laughs> doesn't. I think he does. He doesn't look like. He has a resemblance. No, he doesn't. You don't think no resemblance? I see zero resemblance. I see a resemblance. I can't get behind it. <laughs> this guy's a fucking resemblance. These guys. I don't know. Maybe they approached him. I get something tells me that like Danny McBride and uh, Jody Hill probably went like. Or wait, no. Which ones? Yeah, is it Jody Hill's the one? Oh, Ben Best is the guy that dropped out of the yeah. group. Uh, I guarantee you, they're like, we got to get Matthew Perry to play his brother. And they're like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for here. listening. Check out our Patreon. It's the top of our Twitter. If you want to hit us up, at Danny O'Neill. Also, a lot of reviews coming in. Thank you very much. So, yeah, the uh, reviews are trickling up there. If Appreciate you haven't, that. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe and uh, tell a friend or a cousin or uh, tell your mother. See what she thinks of it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, have a good week, everybody. Take her sleazy. Watch out for that... Uh, that bear, the creep sweep, and the bear. Everybody. Yeah, they're out there. That bear, if that bear gets on that land bridge, if it ever comes back, global warming is the only thing saving us from that bear coming to Alaska. Hey, Eustace, I brought some of that bear grease over here. That you- <laughs> what if Eustace and Gary Keeler went out in the woods <laughs> and the bear kills them? <laughs> hey, do you think the uh, creep sweep is going to hit up Mountain Men, one of our favorite reality shows, or even Frank? I think those guys are. Do you think Frank? Fritz, I think just assumed that those guys are creepers. Do you think Frank Fritz of American no. Pickers could get in the? I think he's too dumb. I I, uh, I, I seen. I, I apologize for calling him dumb. I think he just. I I think there's a certain sophistication that's needed to like be a serial sexual assaulter that I he seen, lacks. I seen Danielle's tits. <laughs> Where's, uh, where's Danielle? You speak of her breasts. I uh, would love, I'd love to see those, Frank. Would love to. Sorry to all the poets out there too, whose careers are now fucking done. Lot, of Gary Keeler. A lot of you guys thought my big break. <laughs> Keeler's gonna read my poem next week. And, uh, 
it's gonna fucking I'm gonna I'm gonna go sales are gonna go through the roofs. Poet laureate, yeah. here we come. Request for me to do poetry slams. They're gonna fucking skyrocket. Russell Simmons is gonna bring back the Def Jam poetry. Oh wait. I'm gonna do haikus. I'm gonna fucking write books. It's gonna be crazy. It's over. Well, sorry, sorry, your poetry. Hey, don't worry. I'm sure there's another guy out there who will read your poetry who probably has a following. That's the good news is Gary Keeler is easily replaceable. Not the biggest talent. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, he, he's the most replaceable. Also, he's not a talent. He's just some fucking ogre. How tall is he? Let's see that before we get out of here. I bet he's uh, 6'3". He's 7'7", seven, seven, Manu Bowles. <laughs> Keeler, Keeler. Keeler, Keeler. 6'4". Okay. He's the Killer Keeler. He's probably lost a few inches. Off his from, uh from, from age. What do you have, spine Start shrinking? He had spine surgery like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. his spine's compressed because they were trying to get away from his face. Dude, you got to <laughs> see this Ric Flair. I, I would the like to. dedication this guy puts in to explaining his, the, the woo is so, it's crazy. I got it. Don't, I don't want to hear any more. I got to see it. I could probably find it somewhere. Uh, if you don't, uh, Courtney has it for you. So uh, you just have to, you have to put your name down on a just, piece of paper, uh, rent just, the time out. Just FaceTime me and then play it, and I'll watch it on the phone. That's a good point. I'll, I'd even watch it again with you because I love it so much. The, yeah, I hope it's better. My number one favorite is Broke. I've seen it four times. 30 for 30, Broke. It's a good one. That I've seen it four times and I can't get every time I go by it, I go, I got to start this. And it's just so fascinating. This one is tremendous. All right, I can't wait. All right. Thank you, everybody. We Take her easy. God damn it. What happened? I got to refire up the, uh, the old speaker here. Yeah, you can just one. play it off the uh, computer if you wish. Come on. Don't do this to me, Wonder Wheel. Oh, boy. Everybody's watching. Oh, boy. Everybody's listening. Oh, by the way, we got to either... We should, I don't know. Maybe we we should just put out that live uh, episode bonus or something. Yeah. Could do Some that. people don't air their live ones. I was talking to Bobby Lee, and he goes, we just did it. We didn't air it ever. Some people air their grievances. Yeah, well, Some people don't. We'll put it out as a bonus at some point during the week. <laughs> Thank you.